Okay, y'all start talking. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, hey, whoa. Yeah, Hi. so like we're, we're out, out Oh, she's naked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we probably <laughs> should. Are we, are we filming already? Buenos dias, buenas tardes, y buenas noches, mi gente querida. This is Adara, and welcome back to another episode. Wow, it actually sounds weird in here, but it's it fine. Like it's fine. Oh my goodness, it's a lady. Oh my goodness. Wait, it I don't know. Weird. Oh my goodness, it's another lady. Y'all, y'all over here, like, who are these people? I hope this captures all of the laughs because I oh. have some loud oh. infectious laughs. <laughs> yes. Infectious. It's, it's a disease. It's a I disease. can't disease. hold it. Oh my gosh. But if y'all recognize those voices, I'm pretty sure y'all do. But if you don't, we have Miss Paige Poon and Miss Dahlia Salazar in Hola. the household. Hola. Yes. Yes. So y'all, just to give y'all some setting, we're actually at a glamper right now. Amen. We are. We had to get away from life. Yep. <laughs> we had to get away from life. The boys. Life everything. We we call the them the boys. boys. Like like they're <laughs> our like, sons. <laughs> Honestly, that's how I feel sometimes. Honestly, <laughs> they be just wilding out a little uh -huh. too much, but. Yeah, we're actually at Glamper at Ingram. Ingram. Ingram, Texas. It's, it's in between Ingram and Hunt, Texas. Ingram is in between it's Ingram, Ingram and Hunt. It's oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Glamper is yeah. between Ingram and Hunt, Texas. Yes, there you go. But we finna jump right into this. We finna start. I say finna way too much. Finna. Oh, wow. Because you've been hanging out with Joshua too much. That's why. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce my friends. Paige and Dahlia, how they impacted and are important in my life without crying because oh, I'm wow. an emotional wreck. I wasn't expecting <laughs> that. <laughs> that um, Paige, really since, she's sitting, she's, right, <laughs> since she's sitting right next to me, I think we met last year. I think it was around mm -hmm. your birthday that I believe. Yes, that we because kind of... Joshua and Jordan capped on me for not inviting me to my yes. birthday party. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was so, like, I don't know her. <laughs> it was so funny. We were at, if you go to Grace Church, then you know what's at. But at our church, we have a shop like right in the front of the church. And I was talking with our friend Joshua. Y'all already know him. He was on the podcast. But um, I was talking with him and I think I asked him what he was going to do that day. And he was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, we're going to Paige's house to watch some movies. And then like, he, I'm looking at him, and then he just goes and stares off to the side of me, and is like with this such concerned look. <laughs> and I look at him, and I'm just like, "Why are you that?" And then I just turn around, and Paige is like, "No, no, no." <laughs> And like I'm like across like like the um boyer like on the opposite side and I yeah. know and I'm like shut up shut up <laughs> and then Joshua goes like yeah yeah but we're gonna do that and I was like okay like I, I really didn't this. like I really didn't <laughs> I just didn't mind yeah and then it was crazy because that day it was a Wednesday and that was your birthday mm -hmm. and so we we usually on Wednesdays we go hang out and I think that was the first time that like. We were in the same like hangout spot, so we mm -hmm. went out to eat, and then we went to H E B, and we wilded out in the parking yeah, lot, basically. getting like cake and stuff like that. You were there. Yes, you were there. Yeah, yeah. shocked. Yeah, you looked shocked. I was like, you were there. Surprise! <laughs> but I was there in the flesh. Yes, yes. you were celebrating. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's picture. There's proof. Right? Oh my. Um, I think just after that, we kind of like started like being in the mm -hmm. same places together, and then we just. Honestly, like the rest is history, mm -hmm. and, and we were talking about it before we started filming. Like we got like a lot 
closer whenever we went on this road trip to San Antonio in September. And I was like, wow, we're It was bonding. in September? Yeah, because it was for... No, it was, it was last early. August. It was in August. It was, birthday, it it was, was for yeah. Christians. It was for Christians, Christians but we birthday, had gone to San Antonio we to went, kind of celebrate yeah. Joshua's birthday. Yes. That's why I confused That's you. Right. Yeah. September 6th. I think it was this year. We, we, have, we are actually in an internship going back to Paige. I was like, oh, going yeah. back to Paige. I was like, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> We're actually doing an internship together at the church that we honestly didn't know we were going to do together, but it's yeah, fine. I didn't know she was then, in it. Yeah. And then one day we just like afterwards, we went to go out to eat together. And then I don't even know how we got to the topic, but you were like, yeah, I didn't like you. <laughs> and I was like, y'all remember this because I was really close with both of you at this time. No, we weren't close and at all. weren't close to each other. Well, that's and how so I feel also with like Joshua. Like she yes. was really in with like Joshua and Jordan. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, when I heard <laughs> the chemist, whenever I found out that you guys were actually hanging out together, I think that I had was driving by Chick-fil-A. Yes. Yeah. I was, I happened to be leaving the movies and I drove by Chick-fil-A and I was like, I know those people and they were outside by their car talking. <laughs> and I literally pulled up on them. And she then you like, so like, laid on your horn. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, I was, was like, like and on my way home, I was like, oh my gosh, they're hanging out. And I was so excited yes. because two of the most important people in my life were finally hanging out with each other. I don't know. Sure. But also, I was like, where was the invite? <laughs> it was <laughs> after July. Not in GLI, guys. But um, yeah, and now we're here. Now with Dahlia, oh my goodness. Honestly, wild like truly, ride. wild ride. <laughs> I was like, wild ride. But was it probably last year as well? Or no, 2018. 2018. Because I worked at Barnes at 2018. Yeah, so I honestly saw, like, Adara as, like, oh, she's just one of, like, the seniors in the group. And I just didn't, not that I didn't want to hang around her. I was Mm -hmm. just like, oh, she's just, like, one of the students Mm because I was a leader at the time. Mm -hmm. And then I just, she needs a little bit older than us. I'm a little bit older. (laughs) You're, what, four years older? (laughs) Five? Oh, but you're 20. Yeah, I'm going to be 24 this year. Yeah, so you're five. Yes, so, you know, she was, like, a student kind of at the time. And then Mm -hmm. she was looking for a job. And I was like, girl, I got you. Mm So, yeah, that's pretty much how we, she got a yeah. job at the job that I was at. Yeah, mm-hmm. and y'all, literally in the interview, I was so nervous, because I was, like, the lady that was interviewing me, she was, like, super strict, it was Mary. Oh, She was, like, Mary, super, like, on heart. it and stuff like that, and I was, like, okay, 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 and then at the end of it, she was, like, well, I was going to hire you anyways, because Dolly recommended you. I was, like, <laughs> I went through all this pressure for nothing, <laughs> and then she was, like, but you have, what's it called, you have big shoes to fill? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the phrase. Mm-hmm. She's like, but you have big shoes to fill. And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. But she did it great. Oh, thank you. Awesome. And that's was, honestly when we kind of like started really talking yeah. and getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot more. I was like, especially on Mondays whenever you just worked there. Like mm-hmm. I usually closed. It was just me and you closing. So we just had a lot of talk time. But, and then since then, like it's just <laughs> literally the rest <laughs> is history. Yeah. Um, We've actually like, even last week, like it's just been cool to just have like talks and stuff. But even with both of you guys, like out of nowhere, we just... <laughs> Go yeah. to these deep We're spirals. always like down yeah. to talk yeah. about anything like, and everything. It's like everything. we talk about something as like menial as mm-hmm. TikTok, and then yeah. we go as deep as like. So that was like my traumatic experience, yeah. and that <laughs> is why I am the way I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, out of I nowhere, you never know where it's gonna yeah. go. Yeah. but I love it. Yeah, uh-huh. which is just like which it made so much sense to finally have you guys on the podcast. Finally, yes. wow, third I or know. I check. I guess oh, technically fourth invite third. after the mom. Yes. Okay, the mom, mom, crew. Working on this, but. Yeah, it's kind of a little background how they are in my life, and we just we just been clicking <laughs> all over the place. But that being said, y'all, we're gonna jump in, but we're gonna start off with prayer. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Because we trying to clear our minds. Because as you, we, I have no idea what I'm going to call this. This is a whole bunch of stuff. But we're basically just going to talk about our experience in just leadership in general, whether it be like us being women in certain places that we are a part of or just in general, like our age or anything of that. So, yeah, because I think that's like the main thing that we all have in common. Like, Mm -hmm. although we are leaders in the same place, we also are leaders in like different parts of our Yeah. So So, we're going to talk about that essentially, but we finna pray. Clear our minds, our hearts, our souls, in Jesus' name. Amen. Dahlia's finna pray because she's a praying queen. She's oh. a prayer warrior. Yes. All right, y'all. So, dear God, thank you for bringing us here safely to this glamper that there were no crazy stuff that we got here, y'all. And I just thank you, God, for this environment that you've created, this atmosphere that you've had, Lord Jesus, that that our friendship is not just based on just shared experiences, Lord God, but it's a foundation built on you. And I just pray that that shows, Lord Jesus, in the words that we're going to share today, God, that they're words of encouragement and words that are just based on things that you biblical truths that you have shared with us lord jesus Mm -hmm. and that we continue to just build on those truths lord Mm -hmm. god and we don't allow any words of negativity just Mm -hmm. to like hurt us or Mm -hmm. try and bring harm to us lord jesus that we just continually focus our our eyes on you god in this place lord in your name god amen amen Ooh, I'm drunk off Jesus right now. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, keep that in. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. We're actually just going to start this off by explaining what each of us do in leadership, per se, in everything that we do in our lives. So, Paige, if you want to start off with laying out your resume, sis, what you do. Wow, wow, my resume. Okay. <laughs> um... Well, so, like, I guess my first, like, leadership position would be back in high school. Mm. I was a junior. I was um, the copy editor of our yearbook. Mm -hmm. And then senior year, I was the co-editor-in-chief of the yearbook. And then I didn't really have any leadership positions, I guess I would say, Mm. kind of from that point. I was serving a lot in my church from kids to youth to photography at the campus I was at I was kind of hands all over mm-hmm. but I, I would say the next like I guess leadership position that I got was in the youth um, whenever I started going to the Umble campus I was the leader over the 11th grade no at the time 10th grade girls mm-hmm. and so they were kind of like the group that I led and then now I do lead Mm -hmm. now that they're juniors. I'm in our church's institute internship. Mm -hmm. Yes. Internship. (laughs) And so I wouldn't really say I'm a leader now kind of in that aspect. Like Mm -hmm. they're training us to be leaders Mm -hmm. but just kind of at the campus that I'm at I do kind of help a lot with production and stuff and um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of it. Wow. Pretty simple. A whole queen. Yeah. Alrighty Dolly. Give me your resume. <laughs> a lot more sometimes mm-hmm. on, not a lot more on my plate, but I guess it didn't really start. I wasn't involved in too many facets of leadership areas. As Like when I was in high school, I did mm-hmm. do some stu- student leadership things and that was pretty she much. She was homeschooled. Yes, yes I was. homeschooled. She's a great lady. <laughs> I am one of those homeschoolers, but yeah, I didn't have too many, like, even though we had, like, tons of extracurricular stuff, I didn't do too much in high school. I regret mm-hmm. it. But when I got to college, like, while I was in high school, I definitely did a lot more stuff. And that's kind of, kind of when I fell into just really serving at the church more, which if you're at a church, like, you'd be surprised at qualities that, I mean, you have qualities already, but at how you can, like, 
build on those and shape yeah. those and how yeah. those really mold anything that you have like mm-hmm. that you have to offer and yeah. so that was really kind of when things started it kind of started in like a creative capacity is what I kind of brought to the table um and so I would do you know student leadership and then I had like a few I would lead connect groups and mm-hmm. stuff for like the youth mm-hmm. and then now I guess the past like two years of or the past like year and a half has kind of brought about other mm-hmm. aspects of Leadership roles like I'm a young adults coach mm-hmm. at our humble campus, and I also serve on our creative team, kind of heading up what we call the dream team now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I also lead senior girls who are my pride and joy, mm-hmm. I love them. And just like in several aspects of my life, like at my job, they make jokes all the time that like I'm going to take over the business because I work for a photography studio and we are like in a huge school districts Mm -hmm. in the area and we just pretty much kind of are like kind of a monopoly over the Mm -hmm. whole area. And so they kind of make jokes that I'm going to take over the business. And so, I mean, like, I'm like, yes, put it out there. Like, I love doing that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's definitely it takes a toll, you know, whenever you're like involved in so many other places Mm -hmm. and deal with so many yeah just people and stuff so that's Mm -hmm. another thing is like in my job and then in a previous job that I was at which Adar worked with me I was kind of like held as like sort of a superior Mm -hmm. in the group while I was there as a barista and I was also a bookseller barista yes (laughs) so that was really fun definitely Mm -hmm. that probably taught me the most about dealing with people outside of the church Mm -hmm. that was really important just to like Regardless, you know, if you have faith or not, like, you know, honor people wherever you're at. So, yeah, those yeah. are different places that I served in. So, and then where I serve now is mostly at Grace and, like, my job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's the gist of it. The yeah. gist of it? Yes. I'm going to join in. <laughs> I want to say I was a Girl Scout. Yee yee, tropa cero cuarentido. At the school that I was at back back home, when I was in second grade, my mom and my best friend at the time's mom started to create this, like, troop for Girl Scouts at the school. So it was kind of like an organization slash club of it. So anybody could join on there. But myself and a couple of other girls, we were, like, the first, like, inaugurating, like rank or whatever so I did start that whenever before I left to here I was actually a cadet so that's that was like the last one that I needed until I was a troop leader I was we were already held up to an expectation of being leader so we did with everyone that was below us we had like we mentored and we did all that stuff so that was pretty dope I think that kind of helped me out in a lot of aspects to like how I am as a leader now but after that like Dahlia I really didn't do much in high school my mainly because I even mentioned it in the episode, if you haven't checked it out yet, of my new segment, Mama I Talk, I mentioned it that I didn't do anything in high school just out of pettiness to my parents. Like, <laughs> well, you you made me move over here. I'm not going to do anything. Like, it was so petty. I regret it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I regret it. It is what it is. But other than that, uh, whenever I did start going to Grace, I was kind of thrown into <laughs> this uh, leadership that they have for students. It's called CORE. And that kind of like started everything, honestly, of the discipline and the, just the mentorship that I received and many of us received in that group from our youth pastors and youth directors. Like it really kind of paved way to just how I am in, in everything that I do for um, Grace and just kind of like made me see how serious it is to have to be careful and we're going to talk about it later to just be careful with how you act and just to make sure that you're representing yourself and you're representing Christ at all times no matter what so 
I was doing that and then now I do lead I'm in the young adults team as well with Dahlia I am at I'm at the internship for our church with Paige and I'm also the shop manager at the shop that we have so that's kind of like the biggest I guess leadership role that I that I've had so far mm-hmm. other than that it's crazy because in other jobs that I have like even at Barnes and I worked at Journeys for a while like I would be considered to be like an assistant manager or anything like that but something would happen and I would have to like leave the job or something like that which I'm honestly grateful for because I would not have wanted to do that because it's a lot of work but yeah now definitely all that mainly the majority of the things that I'm doing in life have it's in the form of leadership I'm also a tutor at several schools in the district that's near my area so that's leadership in itself like kind of helping those kids and guiding them into whatever they need help in so yeah that's kind of like my background as well is leadership it's I don't want to say it's complicated, but there's like, and like I said, we're going to talk about it during this episode, but it has a lot of pros and cons to it in a way, especially in our age as well, because I'm 19, Paige is 20, going to turn 21, and Dahlia is 23, Mm -hmm. turning 24. So we're all pretty young for the amount of things that we've actually done and what the responsibility that we have right now in the places that we're at. So yeah, that's a little background that you didn't ask for but we will give you anyways so (laughs) you need it to understand yes you need it you need it to please (laughs) now like i'm just gonna want to ask you guys as well like how in all the things that we do how do you think that maybe like how you are now as a leader or even as a person like how was that shaped up whether it be through the leadership positions that you guys were previously or how you were raised in your household how like how were those things kind of had to play in your character now as a leader well I guess coming from like the household that I did and the culture that I did so Mm -hmm. a little background with me like I'm Hispanic I'm Latina female Um, Latina female yes Latina (laughs) female this is I Um, so my parents were actually very different from their own family mm. and it was really interesting to see them because they while they grew up in um, uh, they were migrant farm workers so they kind of came from a place of like nobody kind of ever really left the town they were mm. in like after the only times that they traveled was when they would like pick up like crops mm-hmm. from the towns that they visited wow. on their yeah. like migrant trail that they went to like mm-hmm. from Texas all the way up to Oregon or right. Idaho and then they would come back down Idaho. so yeah <laughs> Idaho. Uh, potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and so my parents kind of being in the place that they at like they started my dad started their own business my mom was like oh she was an incredible businesswoman mm. in you know she worked downtown she wore the pantsuits yes, like she ma'am. was yes, she lady. was the you know the man with yes. the plan kind mm-hmm. of lady and like I looked up to her so much and you know they homeschooled us but they weren't you know with us a lot of times like we had to do that on our own so very quickly we learned discipline mm. and so we just had to make sure that we did our homework you know before they ever came home because like you know by the time they come home they're tired and we need to like make sure we had all that stuff so with that we were taught discipline and just kind of like there's so many things that we could have that we were just sort of handed to that we mm. took for granted and they just kind of brought us up we realized like even though they were treated like I never would have assumed or like guess and my parents were treated just horribly for being 
just Hispanic or, mm-hmm. you know, in the mm-hmm. place that, that just like that they grew up in, mm-hmm. you know, just driving up to places and kind of being treated a certain way just because they came from a certain background, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't owned homes in their own city, but not at the places they traveled in. Mm-hmm. And so such, they have such a great story to be like the people that they are. Like yeah. my mom ended up leaving her job to help my dad start up his business. Mm-hmm. So they just, they taught us so much and I respect them greatly for that. And so it just made no sense to take what they've given us for granted, which was a sense of values and morals, mm-hmm which was like respect everybody around you no matter their background Mm -hmm. like and how you treat people is going to show like people aren't going to remember what you say or what you did but they'll remember how you make them feel Mm -hmm. and so my mom would always put that on us is that remember to treat people like basically how you want to be treated Mm -hmm. and so they just kind of brought us up with this sense of just respect and honor for like other people everywhere yes ma'ams no ma'ams thank Mm -hmm. you no thank you Mm -hmm. and that just kind of goes deeper than just like a sense of like politeness it goes a little bit more deeper than that like why am I talking to this person Mm -hmm. that way because not because I see them as like an equal or something like maybe they're like they're older than you Mm -hmm. but like it's because I see them and I'm like I'm recognizing that they're going through their own walk and like like just give them their due I guess give them Mm -hmm. their you know that kindness to them so yeah so that and they were very disciplinary. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. if I bad like smack talked anybody, like I was yeah. getting it when I got home, oh, you know. Yeah. So, oh my yeah, gosh, yes. and they like they were eyes like a hawk on us everywhere. So, yeah, I was honestly just terrified of my parents. Oh, so, I still am terrified. I mean, maybe of my not mom. my dad, but my mom for sure oh, could give it to like, you. Jeez, like moms are tough, man. Moms mm-hmm. are tough cookies. So, yeah. Yes, they are. And they they like, hey, and then me. like you know, we have two very different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So like with hers, mm-hmm. but I think our like even though like culturally and even just like kind of where we come from are not the same I definitely think our parents had the same kind of values like my dad definitely like both of my parents instilled work ethic and being respectful Mm -hmm. in all like aspects of who you are how you talk to people being like respectful of people's time Mm-hmm. was a really big one, which mm-hmm. is one that I'm kind of struggling with right now. <laughs> but and to not just expect things to be like handed to you, mm-hmm. like that was like a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Just like you need to work for what you want and for mm-hmm. the things that you want in your life and like the career that you want to have and things like that. Like even though as we grew up, so like my dad also started his own business. Mm-hmm. I th- yes, I think in <laughs> formally in like 97 or something but like like it actually was like technically a business in like 2000 or Mm. like 1999 or something Mm -hmm. and so uh, at first like the for a while like we you know kind of struggled but I never really saw that Mm. nor did my sister Mm -hmm. and so then as we got older we became more financially blessed Mm -hmm. but even though we were, like, our parents didn't just, like, hand us things. Mm -hmm. Like, even though we knew our parents could afford or were capable of giving us things or going on trips or whatever, Mm -hmm. they didn't just hand it to Mm -hmm. us. It was expected that we earn it and that we show that we deserve to have it by being respectful, by Mm -hmm. taking, not taking care of ourselves because we were kids, Mm -hmm. but by not Mm -hmm. just, like, you know, like, like, easy, like, simple things like Mm -hmm. picking up after ourselves making sure that our homework Mm -hmm. was done like not just like waiting until like the next morning to wake up and do it before we like rushed out the door (laughs) (laughs) oh no like 
and just things like that, like mm-hmm. just kind of really having a worth ethic, worth ethic and being like responsible for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like our parents, like once we hit a certain age, they didn't ask if we had homework. It was expected of us that mm-hmm. if we had homework, that we were going to do it, it yeah. that we didn't have to say or you know just things like that mm-hmm. and like my parents like yeah like or mainly my mom like okay you need to go and like, clean up the kitchen mm-hmm. she would have to like remind me because I was a kid but for mm-hmm. the most part if I saw that the dishwasher was full I would need to go in and mm-hmm. like put those away and just small stuff like that I think that's it for like yeah, the most part kinda... just kind of not expecting things to just mm-hmm. be handed to you mm-hmm. it was a really big like part of our childhood yeah yeah. yeah. It's crazy like I can relate heavily to both of you guys. Um my my parents they they had me like right after they graduated college so they haven't even like I think my mom was working with my grandpa at the time with some marketing thing but my dad was like had like four or five jobs already like trying to just get some money on his own and then I'm like, "Hello. How you doing?" <laughs> so, um it was I can't relate Still to does that. you. You're right. <laughs> That was very natural. (laughs) But yeah, like for a little while, whenever I was growing up, we weren't financially stable. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were just jumping around from like family member houses, which like you said, Paige, like I never really saw that as a struggle. Like I saw that as exciting, like, oh, we're going to grandma's, like bet we're going to live at grandma's. Like it was always an exciting thing and then made it kind of exciting in a way. But um, yes, luckily now we are like financially blessed and stable. So that... I want to say the person that really, like, shaped up my leadership and, like you said, work ethic was my dad, mainly because of all the sacrifices that he made just for my sister, my mom, and I. Like, he, for an extended period of time, like, he was having two jobs, but one required him to go from Puerto Rico to Miami all the time, and we would only see them mm-hmm. see him on a Saturday, and then he'll have to fly out on Sunday, and, like, he'll be gone for the rest of the week. Like, all these sacrifices that he had to make for us that really instilled in me that as a leader like I have to realize that because I'm a leader that means people are following me so therefore I need to take care of those that are following me I need to be like Pastor Scott said today I'm not responsible for them but I'm responsible to them like Mm -hmm. I'm responsible to make sure that I'm guiding them in the right path um in the path that God wants me to guide them in so that's something that I really saw in my dad and in my mom like she's very disciplined and very like I'm going to give the best of my abilities. And I want to say this for both of them. Like, they always did and always still this day do everything with excellence. Like, they Mm -hmm. make sure that they don't get off of wherever they're at until everything's done. Which is a good thing and a bad thing in itself because it's just like we work ourselves so hard and then it's just like, okay, I need to breathe too. Yeah, my parents, and I want to say my family as a whole. My grandpa did also. He started his own marketing business and that kind of entrepreneurship character nature kind of just been since a lot of my family members are like that as well so yeah it's kind of like realizing that we have been given an opportunity to just do something and we Mm -hmm. have to just we can't like you said it's not expected for it to be just be handed to you Mm -hmm. whatever blessing that comes with it um we have to work for it and we have to work hard in those things so yeah yeah i feel like we all have like that in common we are hard workers. <laughs> we are yeah. hard working women. And but, it's, not just like, mm-hmm. it's not just like picked up one day. Like it's mm, several yes. choices every single mm-hmm. day. You're like, okay, I got to like work on this. Like, cause you can get lazy so oh, quick. So, that is on, so like best. one of my like, vices. <laughs> like a nap is a pastime if yes. you don't watch yes. out for it. So oh, like yeah. definitely and hard like, work is yeah. learned. Mm-hmm. And like, we, uh, I feel like, because our parents were leaders, mm-hmm. it was 
we, you know, people learn, like, as children, too, by imitating others. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, if our parents weren't leaders, mm-hmm. then we ourselves wouldn't be equipped with those things for yeah. us to also yeah. become leaders. Yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. I remember being at our old church. We would be setting up for, like, an event or mm-hmm. something, and it'd be like, oh, you know, people would come up to my parents and be like, oh, do you think you can actually, like, do this too? And I'd be like, well, I can't wait for my parents to say, no, we're mm-hmm. going home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents would be like, yeah, 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 we'll get that right away. And I was like, I'm hello. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> it is time for sleep. It's time right? for bed. And, yeah. like, that kind of taught me, like, you know, at some point, like, yeah, say, there's there's a time to say yes to so many things. There's a time to say no, but there's yes. also a time to just, like, let your, like, yeses definitely carry you and take you somewhere. Like, it takes, opens up so many opportunities, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, so. for sure, for yeah. sure. And it was, like, I, me realizing, especially where I'm at now at, in whatever I do, if it wasn't for those yeses, like, I honestly wouldn't yeah. be here at all. Like, yeah. sometimes, like, those yeses could have been no's, because I'd, like, <laughs> like to pack my whole schedule up. Oh, you know, no. we love that. We oh. know. Yeah. <laughs> we Don't love even that. get me started. <laughs> <laughs> but um, honestly, like if it wasn't, but that's just the nature that, like we said, like my parents instilled in me, just like give it all, like give it yourself, be, make yourself available, and just mm-hmm. and like I, we've been learning in the internship, like we have to be first servants and before we're leaders, like that's yeah. the true core of it. So that's how uh, Jesus led was by mm-hmm. serving others. Mm-hmm. He didn't come here to be served, but to serve. Yep. Served, served. Oh my gosh. He didn't come here to be served, but to serve. That's yes. what it is. I don't know where it says it in the Bible, but it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. Thank you, ladies, for just going at it. And now we want to go into like the little nitty gritty pieces of leadership. So, one thing that we wanted to touch base on was us as leaders. And like I mentioned before, we are young leaders in the eyes of society, in the eyes of our church and everything. So we kind of, we obviously, that comes with struggles, although they are good things, they comes with their struggles. So one thing that we wanted to touch base on was how it's harder for us to be leaders of people our own age compared to people that are either younger than us or older than us. And I kind of want to touch base on that because... Like I said, in the places that we are at, we are either heavily involved with older people or heavily involved with high schoolers and middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. So how have y'all been able to, like, go about those challenges if there's been any, like, explain those and, like, go into, like, how you've been able to kind of take the emotion out of it and kind of center in of, of what it truly means? So I wouldn't say I lead people older than I am. Mm-hmm. That's not kind of my experience, but... Like I um, said earlier, I do lead girls who are younger than I am mm-hmm. directly, and then I think we all indirectly lead a cascade of people that we aren't even um, aware of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> That's next. Yep. <laughs> yes. But in terms of, like, challenges of leading people younger than me, I think it's just kind of, like, remembering, which I'm not even that much older than them, Mm. but I feel like because I personally have just grown so much with, like, my walk with God and just kind of how I hold myself, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of, like, remembering what it's like to be a high schooler and remembering, like, all the challenges that, Mm -hmm. like, I went through from... I mean, anything and everything, mm-hmm. just kind of like, because currently I, I'd like to think I'm not like 
spiritually mature, <laughs> but I've definitely like grown and mm-hmm. I can just so clearly see whenever like, and maybe not even like one of the girls like in my group specifically, just like one of the youth doing something. And I'm like, how can you not see that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's so like bad for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just kind of remembering like, okay, like they're in high school, like yeah. they're a freshman, like they're literally like 14 years old mm-hmm. age. And so it's just kind of remembering what it's like to have the pressures of family and having to go to church, especially if they don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And being a high schooler, like I feel like that comes with a lot more pressure than people want to admit. Yeah. Just um, the pressure of having to get good grades to go to college mm-hmm. or knowing what they want to do for the rest of their lives, yeah. which and I think is. A certain way as well. Yeah, yeah. And like knowing what you want to do, which is mm-hmm. like so unrealistic mm-hmm. for someone that age who literally had to, has to like ask to go to the bathroom. Now they're supposed to like know what they want to do with their yeah. lives. Like, <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on. Oh, <laughs> and I don't so, even know what I want for lunch. <laughs> right. And so it's just kind of remembering um, what that's like. Cause like for me, like my high school experience wasn't great, but also mm-hmm. like, you know, it was high school. Mm-hmm. But I feel like because where I was then and where I am now, like, I removed myself from high school Mm -hmm. and kind of, like, from what that's like, I feel like I'm so far, like, beyond that. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I've moved so far past that when Mm -hmm. I really haven't. So Mm -hmm. it's just kind of being able to have empathy, I guess is the word, Mm -hmm. um, for kind of what the girls are, and my girls, like, specifically Mm -hmm. are struggling with. Yeah. And I get, I guess you can say in a way that um, you're kind of being the person that you wish you wanted mm-hmm. in oh, your life. That is, wow. can I touch like, on that real quick? Yes, yes, ma'am. So, you better um, go. <laughs> Come on. Whenever now. I was in um, middle school and high school, I was attending this church, and I didn't really feel connected at that church. I didn't have friends. Um, I tried to get involved in the youth group, but mm-hmm. I definitely didn't feel wanted. Mm-hmm. It was very uh, cliquish, mm-hmm. at least from that's how I perceived it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I wasn't really involved and I never had anybody like me whenever mm-hmm. I was in youth. I never had someone um, like at church, just like as a whole, mm-hmm. um, who like spoke to me, who poured into me, mm-hmm. um, who wanted to see me like grow. And I'm not saying that they wanted to see me like not grow, not grow, yeah. but there was no one there, like a leader or mm-hmm. a mentor who wanted to really help me flourish into the young woman that I would become Mm -hmm. um and so I didn't have that and I feel like not having that might have made things harder than it would have been to have someone to speak into me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so I always want to be the person who's present the person who's there to be that person for whoever whether it's a guy or a girl Mm -hmm. eighth grade to seniors Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. I want to be that person yeah so because I didn't have that whenever I was their age like that just wasn't I didn't have that so mm-hmm, at all mm-hmm. and that's like it's such a good thing and I feel like that kind of makes it harder for us especially since we are leaders in the youth of our church like it's kind of like like you just said Paige like why don't you see it why don't you mm-hmm. it's right there in front of you don't go through it but yeah. it's kind of like us we had to go through those things in order mm-hmm. to learn unfortunately we're all I think my mom touched base on this on her episode like we're all in the seed planting business like we as long as we're faithful to that seed that we're planting in those kids lives or in anyone's lives that we're leading like they we know they're going to resort back to that or God is going to bring that of remembrance to them whenever the time to time has come for them to do that so it's really frustrating it's really frustrating because I'm just like I'm literally two years older than you I know what you're talking about please listen to me but like we didn't listen they they ain't gotta listen either so 
But Dahlia, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's it comes a little bit close to what you guys said is having that mm-hmm. empathy and mercy. So y'all, mm-hmm. I took a quiz recently <laughs> that talked about that basically categorized your different strengths, and mm-hmm. mercy was the lowest on my <laughs> list. <laughs> guys, I see that. Like, <laughs> and I if y'all just I a little take that like, quiz, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> just like a little kind of like tidbit about my life mm-hmm. or just about my character in general mm-hmm. i am a very aggressive person like yes. i if i'm she is there literally the definition of small but mighty like, yes. literally. if i'm there you know that i'm there mm-hmm. and a lot of the times i wish it was because i had like some quiet dignified strength <laughs> about me no i'm just loud <laughs> i'm just a loud person mm-hmm. and i'm and I'm always have a lot of like energy and it's mm-hmm. just I go into a room and I want to just like I'm like I'm here everybody mm-hmm. like not even because I desire that like any type of attention I just mm-hmm. like I just I'm excited like I'm happy to be yeah. here and I want everybody to it's know like, people, like yes. it's like yes. and, and I'm an extrovert so mm-hmm. people give me energy mm-hmm. so being around a lot of people you just are constantly kind of like gleaning and taking in mm-hmm. a lot of like you're just always kind of being poured into in every mm-hmm. aspect so whether you want to or not people are giving you kind of words and you're just kind of soaking them in so just sort of like um whether it's in like the young girls that I lead I lead senior girls and I wish I could say like I lead them a lot of the time but sometimes like I feel like they're leading me in learning to be just like merciful over certain aspects like just certain like areas I'm like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh like I need to be more patient Mm -hmm. I need to have more like just it's <laughs> 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 God texting saying be patient yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. oh but yeah it's just having that like empathy over them like other people in their walks of life because mm-hmm. that's like it that's so important like if God had anything he or if Jesus had anything he had he was cognizant of people around him and he oh, yeah. understood people's struggles and like that while he convicted he also gave you a solution so mm-hmm. realizing that I can't just convict people like I need to also like offer them that because it's not in my power at all like I don't have that power over me to like convict people but leading them they've taught me so much of that and and they and it's so great like speaking into their lives and actually having them like listen to you and Mm -hmm. you realize like I have the I have I like what you said like that it was kind of preached on like I don't have um responsibility for them Mm -hmm. but I'm responsible to them Mm -hmm. like once they know like they're now responsible so make sure that you're telling them the right words Mm -hmm. that you're actually giving them like words that they can build like a foundation on and that make them want to learn more about God and Christ so like with the young people like I get so excited when one of them texts me and is like hey can you pray over like this test for me or can you hey do you um do you have time this week to like hang out and my I like maybe I I don't show I try not to show up but like I probably should but I lose my mind I'm like heck yes I can go hang out with you like you know like it makes me excited knowing that they want to like spend time with me Mm -hmm. and when it comes to like you know people my age like that I feel is like where the challenge lies in more more than I think I was talking to you guys about earlier more than older people which is surprising because like people your age I feel like sometimes can challenge you a little bit more Mm -hmm. because you know while I am like Adara said small but mighty (laughs) like I am physically a small person so actually kind of being while I am small physically like being talked to like I am small until like while I carry myself a certain way and I you know walk into a school like where I work or something and kind of being addressed like like yelled at or something hey you're not supposed to be in here mm-hmm. or, hey put your phone away or just kind of like immediately there's that immediate 
like talking down to mm-hmm. before I even open my mouth, before I even say something, yeah. I'm immediately like reprimanded mm-hmm. just because of my stature mm-hmm. and that, you know, kind of being treated as though I'm small and I'm like, I'm a grown woman. Yeah. I'm about to have a horizontal license, yeah. like a driver's <laughs> license. Like, yeah. like I'm grown, like mm-hmm. may, I may not be grown in like every aspect, like mm-hmm. mentally, but like I'm here and yeah. I'm like, I am, I'm you a know, whole employee. like, <laughs> I'm like, listen, like I, I'm going to respect you. Like regard, you know, regard, mm-hmm. I'm going to honor you. You know, I would pref- I would like that back. And so, yeah, just kind of having that. So, um, I had said a verse to the girls earlier that, like, I kind of thought about because, like, immediately, like, to state, like, who I am and why I'm supposed to be here, mm-hmm. like, I get very aggressive and very loud, very yeah. quick, like, mm-hmm. and, but it's, like, your, the fact that there's, like, a calling and there's, like, purpose in mm-hmm. your life, like, that should speak for itself That's oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And so, sometimes it's just, like, all right, just be gentle about it, mm-hmm. go in, like, and just be you see some women, they just have, like, this, this dignified mm-hmm. strength and grace about yes. them. Like, you know, I think about, I like, yeah, like, I think <laughs> Every about, time I see Pastor Melanie, I'm just like, Oh, my gosh, Lady, how? like, Lady Giselle, like, oh I see gosh. her, she walks in the room, I'm like, that's royalty right yes, there. And, like, and so it's, like, I just think about those things. Mm-hmm. It's, like, oh, well, you know what, like, because, like, there's a foundation built there, like, mm-hmm. you are called to be like Christ, and you are called to have that just like call over your life mm-hmm. to just be like walk into a room and like your uh the verse was a gentle answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger mm-hmm. and y'all I have harsh words all <laughs> yes. day long yes. and so I want to be like more gentle about it mm-hmm. so like that's one thing that being in this place of leadership has taught me that even mm-hmm. though a person looks down on you and stuff mm-hmm. if you speak from the place that like you're like I know I'm supposed to be here I know what mm-hmm. my identity is mm-hmm. whether it's like uh, you know, mental kind of thing, like, or it's like, hey, this is my job. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be here. Right. So it's just like, but responding with like, hey, this is where yeah. I'm supposed to be. It's like not immediately being angry, but just like, mm-hmm. hey, I know who I am. I know I'm supposed to be here. And there's honestly like a huge truth in like faking it till you make it because yeah, sometimes yeah. it's like we don't automatically just, <laughs> like, like it's so true like we don't automatically like feel like we belong somewhere mm-hmm. but oh, no. like last night they had they were talking about at our at this panel we went to like faith doesn't have to feel right to be right sometimes mm. we're called to be in these places of like you know like if you belong there then you're gonna feel like comfortable in that place like act and walk with confidence but a mm-hmm. lot of times we're gonna be called to be in a place that we're uncomfortable mm-hmm. well you still have a call over your life and you need to respond to it you need to be yeah. responsible mm-hmm. to that call yeah. and you need to step in and be in that level of influence and you need to be able to kind of walk into that because your strength doesn't just come from you your strength comes from god and yep. so your source will page. never run out <laughs> right uh-huh. yeah yes, so mm-hmm. 18-year-old page could like have been blessed with <laughs> that word right <laughs> come on now. i was struggling mm-hmm. <laughs> and you hit such a big point that kind of also like i could relate to as well yes i am a child yes i am 19 yes yeah whatever i that bothers me so much at the, <laughs> at this point <laughs> just because it's crazy that people this is of all ages like people it's such a thing to be a young leader now it's like Mm -hmm. oh wow you're 19 (gasps) how could this happen it's just like (laughs) y'all like we're i know we are in 2020 get it together (laughs) no and it's just like 
sometimes I take it as a compliment because people are like, wow, you take you, what do you say? Like, you carry yourself so yes, well and stuff like that. Level. But yeah, but then sometimes it's just like they see it as, wow, that is impossible. Like, 19 year olds act this and this and this and this way, or 18 year old, like something of that matter. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, one, like, why are you wanting to put people of that age in just a box? Like, not everyone's the same just be- based off of their age, first of all. Um, something that you said about just stepping into a room and just not thinking that you need to voice like your position or who you are that's actually something that i've been like struggling now in the positions that i am now that i'm actually working more with older people which i've never had a problem with because Mm -hmm. my parents i never know how to truly like explain this in a way but my parents they raised my sister and i like the age that we're in they never like raise us like younger than we were it's like okay yeah you're five but you're expected to do this and this and this Mm -hmm. like we were always treated and brought up maturely it helped out because my parents from their friend group they were the first ones to have kids so i was automatically always around adults so Mm -hmm. that kind of brought up if i go to birthday parties i would always be with the adults like it's just that's something that i just like and gravitate towards so that's never been a problem for me but now like as of recent i've been struggling with just trying to have that reciprocated like why do i have to tell you what position i am to like help you like calm down and stay in your lane you know what i mean it's just like Mm -hmm. those instances and it's so frustrating because that's not that's not what god has called us to do in the first place like we don't Mm -hmm. have to flaunt our position or anything like Mm -hmm. that like that's literally a position that can get taken away in a heartbeat like Mm -hmm. that's not what dictates our power it's our performance it's what we do why we do it like our heart behind it all Mm -hmm. so I've had to battle between that with other people that I work with and it's just like I don't ever wanted to go to that point but you kind of I kind of have to sit back and reflect is that maybe something on my end because Mm -hmm. I even mentioned mentioned it in last week's episode like people that like themselves and love themselves and treat themselves in a good way that's Mm -hmm. like reciprocating and people feel that and that's they make them a likable person but if someone that talks down on themselves it's reciprocated and those people are like i don't really want to vibe with you (laughs) like i just don't so it's just like maybe sometimes i have to reflect on myself like okay is this a resemblance of of how i'm taking care of myself or how i'm speaking about myself like what do i need to fix because that can sometimes be the root of it all like are we truly doing what we're doing with the capabilities that god has given us or are we just doing it out of sometimes we have to have a heart check in the positions Mm -hmm. that we're in Mm -hmm. because we kind of get rallied up in all that we're doing and we kind of lose sight of why god even put this there in the first place so Mm -hmm. i feel like that also has to do with like my struggle a little a little bit but i would even talk and i would say even in leadership never forget that you have other people above you that are still there to support you Mm -hmm. like that's such a big thing that I had to learn, like, they would even, my bosses and stuff, they'll remind me, like, Dara, I'm here for you, like, you, you can't lead all these people by yourself, like, that's, only Jesus can do that, because, like, and look at all that he had to go through, so that's, like, I feel like it comes to play a lot, especially with just in every aspect of being a leader, like, just knowing, not isolating yourself from that, that kind of deviated from what I was going to say, but I guess I had to say it for some reason, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it's just, And I feel like people kind of, and I'm not saying people in general, just some people Mm -hmm. need to get out of their heads this whole, like, age range and, like, like, 
putting us in this box mm-hmm. of you're only limited to do these this this amount of stuff because mm-hmm. of your age. Well, um, because you said earlier about how you know like it's 2020, like mm-hmm. like I shouldn't have like it shouldn't be surprising or like mm-hmm. a big hoopla if mm-hmm. you will that yeah. like a nine a nineteen year old is in this position, and mm-hmm. I think that. Um, it's typically the older people mm-hmm. who respond that way. And that's exactly why it's like, it's 2020. Mm-hmm. Like, especially I feel like at our church, the mm-hmm. young people definitely like lead a lot and like make mm-hmm. things happen mm-hmm. a lot in our church. And I think, um, that's a very new concept mm-hmm. for a lot of like older yeah. people, like yeah. at like the church that I grew up in there weren't like like a lot of like young leaders like whenever i look back and like think of like the pastors and um just people who led they weren't really that young they mm-hmm. were all older with mm-hmm. like established like families and kids and they have been um in uh pastoral ministries for years mm-hmm. if not decades Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um obviously none of us are pastors but um it does just kind of reiterate that the idea of a 19 20 24 year old um having um or having um a lot of prominent Mm. um leadership positions Mm -hmm. is why it's so like i guess you could say shocking yeah especially at grace Mm because i feel like there are like i feel like the ya like really like makes things happen Mm -hmm, a mm -hmm, lot mm -hmm. within our church so yeah yeah like Like, behind the scenes i feel like we do a lot like i realized not too long ago but i realized like it's crazy how the majority of our youth volunteers are people from the young adults team mm-hmm. and even in the shop and my volunteers like the majority are young adults like it's just like that's being a common thing and i so love it's like that. these people are here and mm-hmm. they want to serve yes. and that that impresses me so much mm-hmm. because like being at college and stuff you're around a lot of people who are just kind of like you know floating and getting by yeah and but people were honestly just looking for a sense of belonging and yeah. i think that that's definitely something that we try and impart to people mm-hmm. whenever they come here if we don't give you anything else like we want to give you people your place yeah. and your purpose come and on now. that yeah. right in itself yeah. like that in itself is like such a big thing mm-hmm. because like seeing all these kind of new people that came this past mm-hmm. friday to like the group you know they were like oh i saw this on social media which is like you know a huge deal like yeah. for you to see it on social media and then want to come like mm-hmm. that make, makes me really happy mm-hmm. but immediately after they left they were like wow like I could definitely see myself coming here mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and that's just like that made mm-hmm. me really happy which yeah. is you know like people are yeah kind of like going in mm-hmm. and just and it's keep- crazy because it falls back to how these things that we all our leaders in like that's it's because of that influence and because we remember at the end of the day that we all are called into this and we that all have this purpose in what we do like it like overflows into everyone else mm-hmm. that gets involved into mm-hmm. it and they yeah. see that and they yeah. want that and they desire that especially that at a time yeah, yeah. And especially at a time from 19 to 20 something to 30 something like we're all trying to find like that specific mm-hmm. calling or purpose that we have and like i mean i know like full-grown like adults who Mm -hmm. are still trying to figure out where they belong in the church Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's just just like in their own life in general Mm -hmm. like where do i belong like what's my calling typically will just identify like who we are with our attributes like Mm -hmm. our, our career like oh me i am a you know i'm a i'm a office worker Mm -hmm. you know i 
a tutor, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. I, you know, I I'm do in this. school and I'm in I school. Do this. I'm a daughter. I'm a mother. I'm exactly. a son. I'm a father. You it's know, like, there's all these different yeah. things that we just cut co- and put over our lives. And it's like, yeah, but at the end of the day, when all of those titles and all of those attributes like are gone, mm-hmm. like who are you mm-hmm. and where do you belong? Yeah, like if good. you take all of those away and it's like, okay, where's your identity? Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing that I really had to like ask myself, okay, if I, um, I find value in so much in what I do, but you know what? I'm valuable just because I am a mm. daughter of mm. God, exactly. and that is it. And so it's like having to take that and carry that mantle mm. and carry that responsibility and like, okay, that is going to propel you forward, and that is what makes you called to the level of leadership and or just mm-hmm. like peers. And that's mm-hmm. like yeah. what – that's, you know, why you des- – like not deserve. We don't deserve anything mm-hmm. in right. this life, but like that is why you are – you know, have the opportunity to serve mm-hmm. alongside people with mm-hmm. you. You know, mm-hmm. you're a daughter of God, so it's like more than being a you know a servant. Come on, pastor. <laughs> more than being a servant, I yeah. you know we I think one time we went through this like little uh, kind of sermon one time, and it was saying like more than I am like a servant of God, like I am a son and daughter, mm-hmm. meaning yes. that like I have a seat at the table, yeah. and so I don't just like I don't just come here. God just doesn't want me because of all the things I do. Mm-hmm. It's because of what I believe and how mm-hmm. I believe in Him that it overflows into what I do yes. like it's not yes. just you know, I'm That's sorry I'm gonna start going on go, here, off. Like, <laughs> go off please but yeah go it just kind of comes down to yeah. like doing and mm-hmm. being I think I talked mm-hmm. to you about it one time like I can do so much but mm-hmm. unless I'm being a daughter of God yes. or being this it's like, all thing. the stuff that I yeah. do is gonna mean nothing mm-hmm. it's totally a heart you know? thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure and it's just like it's crazy like I've come to that realization these past two weeks like if I'm not reminding myself going back to my roots as in going back to my word going back to who god says i am like it's not going to fuel me enough to Mm -hmm. be able and capable of Mm -hmm. doing the rest that he's calling me to do like something that jordan even told me he was like you are called to do x y and z that's great but it doesn't mean that you're called to do that every single day like every single minute of every single day like there's a time and place for everything Mm -hmm. like yes you have these positions and these requirements that you need to um complete but that doesn't mean you have to like break yourself each and every day to just like make it yes and not just that but like god could be calling you to do those things for Mm -hmm. a certain period of time Mm -hmm. and then he's called you on to move on Mm -hmm. and to stop what you're doing there and to do something completely different yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and i'm yeah like that it's It's really like discernment to mm -hmm. like know when do i want like yeah and it's also just kind of like a heart thing because you were saying just now um dahlia about like serving and how like if like who you are as being a child of god like isn't at the core of it then like Mm -hmm. it's all just kind of a waste Mm -hmm. and just kind of with like the serving aspect like i feel like people who don't have jesus like as the core or like Mm -hmm. the foundation of like why they serve Mm -hmm. can like break off into like two different groups Mm -hmm. which is i deserve everything because i'm doing all these things Mm -hmm. like i shouldn't have to serve anymore like i've been like in this i've been at this church for like 45 years Mm -hmm. I've earned my place Mm -hmm. da 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 or we can kind of get into this mentality of I need to prove my worth by works Mm -hmm. because we forget that Jesus died for us and that we don't have to prove our worth by works Yeah, yeah, because he's no longer at the core Amen Mm -hmm. Check the book of James Like people can like break off into Mm -hmm. like either I feel like of those two groups Mm -hmm. and they dictate like you said they dictate their identity based Mm -hmm. on what they do like Mm -hmm. instead of at the end of the day you're at the end of the day you are the child of god yes above all mm-hmm. else that's on period okay mm-hmm. <laughs> like 
<laughs> like we said, like these positions that we're in, they can literally be taken away from us, mm-hmm. like in anybody. a heartbeat. Like oh, anybody, yeah. anybody can we can be this. immediately replaced. We can immediately be fired. We can immediately have to quit for some reason. Like yeah. whenever we just pour our life and soul into that one position and not the reasoning behind why we're even there in the first place like it's honestly like it's a bad thing it's basically like just setting that as an idol and setting that as something that you want to focus on more than just who even got you there in the first place yeah, which uh-huh. is the lord mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's good y'all yeah. Yeah. i told y'all y'all gonna get a sermon for free <laughs> come on now all these things that we've said we shared like our stories experiences just what's in our hearts when it comes to these leadership aspects and just all that it entails i want to actually just hop into just solutions in a way as to how Mm -hmm. we can cope with all the scenarios and experiences that we've gone through so Mm -hmm. i want to say for me one way that i've been able to handle any challenge or any roadblock that i've faced in leadership is honestly like we've mentioned before going back to the whole reason as to why i'm even there in the first place like Mm -hmm. okay why let's just say now my new position i'm head of production for young adults and it's just like Sometimes when I ever go into this ro- these roadblocks, I'm just like, why am I even here in the first place? And I remind myself, well, one, like you were given this opportunity. One, you've been, this is something you do in excellence. This is something that God has given you the passion to do. Although I don't work with the techie stuff, I work with the managing stuff, making sure everything flows and everything and goes she's good. And that administration gift is something that I didn't even know I had. And mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. being in that position just brought that out of me. And it's honestly helped in every single thing that I do so reminding myself as to why I started that and just for anything in life honestly reminding yourself as to why you started and even whenever you're struggling with your relationship with God a little bit go back to that first time that first love because it's just like it's so hard it's so quick for us to lose it but it's still always there and available for us to go back to so honestly for myself it's just reminding like okay why am I even here why and even praying to God like hey God remind me please of why you even put me in this position the first place like do you want me like is it to reach more people is to is it to facilitate is it to do something so mm-hmm. and that's honestly yeah god is not gonna tell you right then and there i told you to do this because of this this like, he's not right. gonna say all that and if you do please let me know how you do it because <laughs> i would love let to me hear know. that experience <laughs> yes, right but um just have that in whenever you pray that prayer whenever you're in the moment believe that God will give you an answer because at the end of the day you can pray many prayers but if you don't believe that he'll give you an answer or that he's going to provide after that it's honestly just like lost words because it's Mm -hmm. like faith is the base of everything I got your answer on the way Mm -hmm. just believe that it's coming yeah for sure for sure and so you ladies how do y'all handle with those so one of the things that like I personally struggle with whenever I was talking about how like if um Jesus isn't at your like core then Mm -hmm. like they're two groups of people mm-hmm. um i tend to be on the side of like i feel like i deserve things mm-hmm. i feel like i deserve a leadership position or even just like acknowledgement mm-hmm. that that's a big one yeah even yes. just like acknowledgement mm-hmm. of just like how much work i put in mm-hmm. and just like the time that i sacrifice mm-hmm. to spend time doing other things yeah. um to serve or to lead and so for me it's what adar had said specifically specifically about going back to like um for me whenever jesus saved me Mm -hmm. whenever i was a little bit more older which also kind of 
coincided with whenever he um, revealed his calling for me. And it's just kind of remembering how I felt Mm -hmm. before I just like, aside from just being lost, Mm -hmm. just kind of whenever I realized that I need God, like that hasn't changed. Yeah. Like just because I lead, just because I serve in all these areas and like I've grown, like those are great. Like, don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. Like those are great things to do. And I feel like God has called each and every one of us to do those things to a certain, Mm -hmm. um, capacity Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of remembering that I still need him yeah and that um what I'm doing isn't for me Mm -hmm. it's for God it's to you know whatever it is that God wants me to fulfill whether it's a um position whether it's with like my skills or Mm -hmm. my knowledge whether it's just to be there for a person to like speak to me mm-hmm. or um you know whatever it is it isn't about me at the mm-hmm. end of the day yeah and that for me is very humbling yeah um because whenever you become a christian and you accept jesus it's no longer about you mm-hmm. oh, it's no facts. longer <laughs> and that's something that and i really reminds you real quick he does. <laughs> saying it we need to like believe yes it. Mm-hmm. yes like it's no longer about what you want about the things that you mm-hmm. aspire for it's no longer longer about the things of this world it's about god's kingdom and yeah. his plan for you and for Ooh. the world mm-hmm. and so oh, just babe. kind of <laughs> Just mm-hmm. kind of, like, remembering, mm-hmm. like, Paige, like, this literally cannot be less about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, Aww. I'll, like, I remember one time with, like, our church's um internship that mm-hmm. me and Adar were part of. We went through, like, all these different tracks and stuff. And we were serving another, like, media and production and kids and mm-hmm. youth and other things that now I can't recall. Mm-hmm. But um during the kids track, mm-hmm. if you know me even remotely, um I don't like kids. <laughs> I don't hate I don't hate kids. I just I don't like them. <laughs> They're not, you know. It ain't for me. And I remember like the one time that like I sur- or like the first time I served for kids, the campus I was at was doing like a kids like carnival day. <laughs> like we were doing crafts and like having snack and there was like popcorn and cotton candy and like games oh, wow. and it was just like Wow. Give me a I'm sure Yes. And I'm sure all like the adults who like have a passion for kids were like it was such like a wonderful thing mm-hmm. to see and like the success and I'm Beautiful. not saying it wasn't a success. But mm-hmm. like throughout the entire and plus that was also the that um Mr. Pastakin went oh. over <laughs> by like 30 45 minutes oh. like he went over over yeah and so um I had to keep like heart checking like this isn't about you this mm-hmm. isn't about you you're here to serve the kids mm-hmm. you're yeah. here to be with them and just to kind of in that particular instance facilitate what um the leaders of the kids mm-hmm. ministry wanted mm-hmm. And so just kind of stuff like that, just Mm -hmm. heart checking and remembering it's not about me anymore. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Preach. Dolly lolly. Like, I love that. Like, it's not about you anymore. Like, and that kind of anybody could be chosen. Mm -hmm. We are here because we have made a choice. We make a Mm. conscious decision every single day to be in the place that we are. Mm -hmm. And that's going to show like we're going to be in this place and like it's anybody could have taken up this mantle but Mm -hmm. here we are like we've done it and so it's like we need to respond to every need every you know physical and like spiritual need that's out there but it's like we can't also knowing that 
we cannot do everything that is thrown at us and or that is requested of us. And Mm -hmm. so it's like knowing when to take a step back and knowing when to delegate. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that I've learned this past year is delegation, the Mm -hmm. art of invitation, like inviting people, Mm -hmm. inspiring them to Mm -hmm. kind of do exactly what you've sort of been doing. Like not, it's less of like, like, yes, you can ask people like, Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do this? Like, Hey, I'm going to need you to do this because you do awesome at mm-hmm, and stuff, but mm-hmm. like inspiring people to do it. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I love the way that you did this certain task. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the way that you talk to those people. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you could actually like try that or do that this time around? Because like you definitely brought that person mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and immediately that person goes out, makes a connection that they mm-hmm. didn't know that they were capable mm-hmm. of doing. Yeah. So it's like inspiring those people, delegating tasks and stuff because like you cannot handle everything on yourself yeah and so it's like there are so many other people who are fully equipped to be in the roles and stuff like even when it comes to like my job like whenever I'm there and I'm talking to like my uh, co-worker or something who's you know she's quite older than me and we've butted heads you know in the past and it's just Mm -hmm. kind of like she uh, won't like that I will like take charge sometimes Mm -hmm. because she doesn't know what to do but like I'll immediately say like well then we should do this and she's like don't you know tell me what to do and Mm -hmm. so I don't like sometimes I'm like well you know what do you want so I'm a little confused sometimes but then it's like okay everybody's going to communicate a Mm -hmm. different way so communication's always Mm going to be like very different Mm -hmm. and so like sometimes I'll like all my favorite like leadership books are um, like, you know, John Maxwell books or like Carnegie was like older Malcolm books. It's like Gladwell? how to like win friends, influence people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Malcolm Gladwell's also Can't really good. So what many. is it? Sir? Um, so many. Uh, yeah. There's so, so many. many. There's so many. <laughs> he has so many books and a podcast. Yeah. So but much. like when oh, I podcast was like, too. Oh, Lord. yes. Oh, yeah. But when I was yeah. younger, I had to actually like, uh, I read, I picked up one of his books. It was like how to win friends and influence people. I picked mm. it up. I was little, <laughs> but immediately I learned like how to get a person mm-hmm how to get a person talking for hours, get them talking about themselves mm-hmm. and you'll have a conversation. Like mm-hmm. people love to, you know, talk about themselves, yeah. not in like a, you know, narcissistic or conceited way, but it's just like, That's you could be best. the only <laughs> person that is asking this person about their day. So like, yeah, there's a little give and take. And sometimes that feels more like take than you, but whenever you're sometimes in a leadership position or something like you're going to hear a lot about people's day, but like, I hope you care. You know, I hope mm-hmm. that you're actually caring for this person and stuff and it's like you're gonna be filled up don't worry about it find your mentors Mm -hmm. find your leaders people Mm -hmm. that are gonna be pouring into you because that's important just Mm -hmm. knowing that whenever you go out and you talk to people you communicate that you they're important that they're supposed to be there and that you can learn to just like you know give them like a place to like Mm -hmm. you know belong and stuff because soon enough they're going to find that place on their own and they're gonna find their own sense of like purpose Mm And so, so that's like a big thing. That's what I've really, whenever I was like floundering in my, you know, my, that like kind of like, where do I belong phase? Like whenever I finally found a place that I was like, people assigned to me, like kind of kept giving me things to do. Mm -hmm. And I found value in that until I found value in just like being there and being myself. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what? People are going to accept Mm -hmm. me. And it's like, yeah, there's little things that I can change to actually be a better person. Mm -hmm. But like. I am. There are certain things about me that I don't have to apologize or explain yeah. for, explain yeah. Yeah. because, like, that's, you know, like, if I am, you know, very vocal or outspoken, then that's what I am. Mm-hmm. Be gentle. You can be gentle about it. Yeah. You can watch watch your words, yeah. like, yeah. so much. But, like, it, yeah. And, you know, spend time, like, spend time 
in your word mm-hmm. and like more than you listen to, you know, podcasts, more than you listen to sermons yeah. or music. listen to worship yes. music or read, you know, like read your Bible, spend time with God. And like that, those like books in there are not just, you know, they're not just like for fun, but they are like great mm-hmm. stories in there. I feel like people don't realize exist and there's awesome words on yeah. leadership and things so like you yeah. get so in there and because those are the things that really mm-hmm. compel me to feel like okay you know what there are so many people who are in places they didn't belong mm-hmm. but yeah they were there for a reason exactly. and so yeah that's like what i want to convey to other people yeah, yeah. For sure. this has been so good i hope y'all been taking notes because no takers go to heaven. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Literally after every, sorry, yes. sidebar. Literally yeah, yeah. after every, um, like, sermon yeah. at Youth on Wednesdays, I'm like, mm-hmm. so who took notes? Because mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> like, my girls know. I'm going to say, like, what stood out to yes. you? Take your notes down. Yes, yeah. and I asked them, too. And, like, only, like, I will say, like, a couple more have started, but I'm like, all right, who took notes? Yes. I lead yeah. eighth grade girls, so we're all the same person. So we yes. loud. Y'all are so Wow. Yeah, the amount of times we have to hush those and we don't care that we never go through the questions but we end up talking about like obviously something that's in relation to what we learned about but right. we go i don't like awesome. since that's yeah since it's the way that my parents raised me like i don't i i don't think less of them because of their age or because of their like what they know because mm-hmm. i've i think we've mentioned it even in daydreamers like as the years have gone by like people kids are experiencing things that are like oh my really gosh, yes. like that scar them at a really young oh age my like it just goes younger and younger and younger mm-hmm. so it's just like being that open book and just saying like hey like tell me i'm not going to degrade you because of the little amount of years you've lived in this earth yeah. like we've all gone through those things and i feel circling around to being a leader i feel like that's a big thing to just and like you said like being careful and being sensitive with like the fact that anyone can could have gone through anything and that's mm-hmm. a big thing of being a leader like having checking your heart for sure Mm -hmm. and like having an open heart and just an open mind to just anybody that god places in your life for you to follow because you honestly never even know like who Mm -hmm. he keeps sending your way and you honestly sometimes don't even know who's actually following you oh like it's just like you know especially like not with some of the things that we wanted to write down like especially with social media and your consistency like as a leader oh my gosh you truly like Actually, social media, you sometimes don't know who will be following you, but you in no life in idea. general. Like, like, especially because, like, I think we all have a public accounts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, who knows? Gosh. I was just at a private school that mm-hmm. I take pictures at, and there was a student there who follows me on social media, and so since she follows me she told a lot of her friends and she's a junior and she told a lot of her friends oh i like this girl's post and Mm -hmm. she actually goes to a church in the area so while i was there taking pictures of like their basketball volleyball all these kids are all like the same sports like they're in so many different things and it's private schools it's a tiny school they all know each other so as i was like directing them and like low-key it's kind of you know creepy that so many students like know you but they're like Mm -hmm. oh dolly like Mm because that's what i have like my name's dalia but Mm -hmm. on my social media it's dolly so mm-hmm. uh, they were like, oh, Dolly, yeah, I just saw that you did. I saw this on your story. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I've been to that school mm-hmm. several times. But, like, students, like, will find me. Like, you know, oh, sometimes yeah. on social media and it's just, like, anything that you post. And not yeah. because I'm not just going to, oh, I'm careful what I post because, like, mm-hmm. people are watching. But it's, I'm yeah. careful with what I post. Like, they hold me accountable. Like, well, mm-hmm. don't be out 
past like midnight doing hood rat things exactly. like you know be in like making sure that you know i think one thing that adara had written down was like you know dressing appropriately yeah, you know, yeah. representing Oof, that's like a whole yeah that's, that's a, a whole, whole other thing. thing which we will talk about if you want us to at yeah. a later date come on now drop your voice down but um yeah and i just feel like with this with this whole like being whenever we say to be careful with what you post i don't I don't ever want to make it sound like, oh, be only because you have this position, you have mm-hmm. to be careful what you post. Like, you right. have to be that in general. Like, especially as Christians, like, we need to remind ourselves that already because we're Christians, people are already going to be looking at us. Like, it's just yes. an automatic oh, yeah. thing. So, it's kind of like... I judged very harshly. Yeah. Ex- and, mm-hmm. yeah. And this is for not just Christians. Like, this is for everybody. But especially for us... social media. For, yeah. For us being Christian women, like, we have to be sure... And especially being leaders at our church, we have to be sure that we are posting the right things and that we as ourselves are representing a good view to those that possibly be following us or possibly are not, but just are there to just... People are influenced by us and we don't even know it. But also, like, have a good heart behind it. Like, don't do it just out of obligation because out of that, there's no good fruit that's going to come out of that. Like, you have to make sure that you're doing it because you're reminding yourself, like, I need to live by these standards that God has placed in my life. So that's what I'm going to reflect out in my life. Yeah, and it's also just kind of, I had made a note mentally earlier Mm -hmm. of it isn't just also have to do with, like, yeah, like, we're Christian. Like, we should want to do the right Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. but it's also just like all about glorifying god Mm -hmm. like if going out exactly if like going out and drinking and like posting that like on your um socials especially Mm -hmm. when if you know that you have um a younger audience who Mm -hmm. looks up to you not only is that a bad influence on them and you're doing things that are harmful to yourself Mm -hmm. um that also doesn't glorify god and Mm -hmm. that doesn't glorify Mm -hmm. like with dressing like the body that he Mm -hmm. gave you um it doesn't glorify the reason that he puts you on this earth or anything like that so yes it definitely it definitely has to do with like just wanting mm-hmm. to do the like i don't like saying it but right yeah, yeah like the <laughs> right thing and i don't like saying yeah. that doing what god has told you to do exactly <laughs> because yeah. like who wants to like as like children of god like who wants to like directly like go against what god has don't to do say <laughs> like we're all gonna fall and we're all gonna yeah. have like our like struggles mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. that we but it's your go choice. through but especially if you have like that nagging like thought like you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing this like maybe mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be doing it that's not that's the holy spirit telling you not to do it <laughs> yeah it comes back down to like like you were saying like is it glorifying god like if mm-hmm. me going out and doing all of these things whether you post it or not thinking back to the motives of mm-hmm. why you're doing what you're mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. like sometimes if like you know you know back in you know crazier times like going out like and posting certain things and maybe seeking some type of validation it's like okay what kind of void are you trying to fill in your life so it's like whenever you're posting stuff it's like what is like the heart behind this what is the motive behind this why am I posting this Mm -hmm. why do I want to show people where I am what I'm doing and it's like yeah you know I I want to show people like I like to explore Mm -hmm. you know the city Mm -hmm. I live like I want to post about it but you know just like everywhere you go like eyes are watching you younger or older because you know like your reputation is you know people your reputation gets there faster than oh, like yeah. you do like mm-hmm. in like a place so people are gonna know about you mm-hmm. and like that's the thing is like first impressions are a lot mm-hmm. and you can change it you know you can definitely you have the power you know I think to change your reputation yeah and to like you know start speaking words of life over mm-hmm. but like actually start doing it so if you're not posting things like in a right 
with a right heart about yeah. it, like you're saying, glorifying God mm-hmm. with what you wear, like mm-hmm. or stuff like that, like how. Yeah. You, and I even want to add, like, even if yourself. you're posting the right things, like, mm-hmm. what's your intention behind exactly. it? Because yeah. it's just like, what's the motive? Why are you like? Mm-hmm. It's for like my mom always quotes. Um, I don't know where it's at in the Bible, but don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing, yes. or some, or vice versa. It's just right. like it's. Oh, it's it has to. It has to like, do with like don't yeah, chop off. Yeah, it's talking about. Yeah. Oh, it's about talking offering. about if like if like the left hand mm-hmm. is like off like in its own land like mm-hmm. doing what the right hand doesn't know chop mm-hmm. it off mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Yeah, it's it's just like okay, yeah, you can be posting right things like you can be like Matthew. going. What is it <laughs> Revelation? I was like I don't know why I thought. I'm so so Matthew silly. six one. Yeah, it's six three. Six three. Six three. Don't Matthew let six your three. Left hand know what your right hand. Yes, yeah. I be quoting the scripture. <laughs> but uh, Matthew 6, 3, you can be just giving food to the homeless and preaching and doing all this stuff. But like, what's your intent behind it? Like, do you want to want people to know what you're doing? Do you want people to know that you're doing good things and all these things? Like, like if that's your heart behind it, like God's going to see that as like a selfish act. Like, why are you taking what I have called you to do in owning it up to yourself it's and all, saying mm-hmm. but it's almost like bastardizing it but like mm-hmm. wow what's like that's a, a big word <laughs> <laughs> that's a it's big almost word. like um you're boasting it yeah per- that's what they use they yes. typically like you're perverting what god has given like, you to that's do. not yeah. a good word that i should wow. use i mean it's right but yeah. like it's true yeah, like it's kind it's of just, taking what mm-hmm. like god has provided Bided you mm-hmm. in all aspects, whether it be gifts or mm-hmm. um, material things mm-hmm. or um, relationships, mm-hmm. wh- whatever it is, and it's almost like taking that and being like, "Great, thanks," and then just like mm-hmm. being oh. like, "Oh, I'm gonna yourself. do whatever yeah. I want to do. Like, it's I like, did all this. Mm-hmm. This is all me for oh. my glory." It's like, it comes back down to it's mm-hmm. not about it's you. not yeah. about you, honey. And I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it really isn't. It's that story. Uh, I don't know the specific like hero of the Bible that it was. But it was the one that God was... He had, like, 30 and some men, but the Gideon, enemy was Gideon. Gideon thank yes. you. God was decreasing his number of men in purpose because he's like, I don't want to give you... Um, to I don't want mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. to be over here like, oh, I did it because my men did this yeah. and that. So I want you to yep. be at your... Yep. Lo- <laughs> I want you to have the lowest amount of men so you can say, like, only God was able to do yes. this because there was no way in heck mm-hmm. that I was able yeah. to accomplish this on my own. And mm-hmm. it's just like... That's okay if you want to, like, post, like, your little stuff. But remember, like, check your heart behind it. Like, if you're trying to boast about yourself, maybe post it and be like, oh, God did this and this. And sometimes God doesn't even... There's multiple stories mm-hmm. in the Bible where Jesus performed miracles. And he'll say, like, don't tell anyone or yeah. don't go back to where and I got you out of from. The person turns around and runs and right go, to their family. And guess what? <laughs> yeah, guess what? <laughs> and the miracle got snatched back up. And he said, nope, never mind. It's I'm like, like, y'all a bunch of gossipers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just... That is something that I'm, most of y'all don't know, I took last year, all of last year, I was out of social media, and that's something this year, going back to social media, that I don't feel the obligation to do, because mm-hmm. I would rather just, like, be that. in the yeah. moment more, and just be, like, soak it all in, and I'm like, <laughs> the fact that, like, y'all don't need to know what this happens, or what this, like, mm-hmm. what is going on, because at the end of the day, I'm full, the people that were impacted are full, like, I don't want to ruin it by just pulling out my phone, and typing it out, and posting it, like, it's right. just not right. something that I feel obligated to do anymore more so but um yeah it's just like i feel like at the end of this this is checking your heart and checking your intentions because that is going to affect you as a person and as a leader especially because you can start like you cannot have those heart checks and think you're gucci and think you're not going to get caught but god mm, Mm -hmm. 
he be looking that he's gonna shine that flashlight right yeah, where you don't need yeah. it and you're gonna have people following you and they're gonna see all that and you might not want them to follow the same path that you went down and that might be a mm-hmm. little bit hard but you just need to realize like hey have that accountability you have you're literally god has called every one of us to be fishers of men like you're mm-hmm. literally called to take these people's lives and turn them to christ mm-hmm. so you need to be careful to just make sure that your influence is a godlike influence towards right. them at all times mm-hmm. and that's going to reciprocate to like because they're being influenced by you you're going to be influenced by them in a godly manner exactly. it's just all going to turn back full circle and it's just going to help everybody in each party so yeah yeah do y'all have anything else you want to add just whatever <laughs> yeah because if you ask us we'll keep going <laughs> we'll keep like going. there's plenty that could be talked yeah. about like yeah for sure so i think just like applicable solutions probably yeah like, like i know that we really chance. like kind of hammered on like leadership specifically mm-hmm. with like our age mm-hmm. but there's so many other variables i guess mm-hmm. like, but do you do you think that there's like a common variable for just everyone in general you regardless mean jesus of- jesus <laughs> that's the very it's like jesus because if he's not then mm-hmm. there's I mean, problem. I'm not going to say, like, Jesus, whenever in a place of leadership that he was, I'm not going to say he didn't sass off to, mm-hmm. you oh, know, other tables people. Quite I was literally <laughs> about to say, it said in the Bible he flipped tables, so I can flip tables in Jesus' name. That's it. Actually, yeah, there's actually mm-hmm. verses where, like, yeah. Pharisees would come up to mm-hmm. him and he would literally just sass them off. And oh, yeah. they would come and they would come with, like, a spirit of reprimandation mm. and, like, scolding. And they were literally going to just put him in his place, but mm. he kind of came back at them. So I'm not going to say, like, you know, there aren't spots where we reach our breaking points. Oh, like, yeah. yes, he did that, but remember he was fully God and he was fully man. So yeah. the man part of him definitely took over in those places. Mm-hmm. But also the fully God part was, like, who do you think you are? Exactly. Like, I am God. And mm-hmm. so, yes, I feel like it like... depends on where you are mm-hmm. at the end, full, full circle. Like, where's your heart behind yeah. so how you're saying Speak that? Speak with love. You can mm-hmm. sass at them, mm-hmm. but you just make sure that you're not saying out of a place of anger because that's just yeah. going to ruin the entire so thing. So it's like speaking with love, that mm-hmm. consistent love, and not just some, like, superficial kind of thing. Like, you, it's got to go way down deep, like, in that innate, like, spirit that you have, like, you've got to have that inherent joy mm-hmm. and you've got to be speaking with love. How do yeah. you build on that? You build a relationship with God. You build mm-hmm. a relationship with the people around you and you allow that to be your guide and that yes. to lead you. And, right. you know, Jesus is <laughs> the answer for everything, but it's yeah, like, yeah, it looking at the way that he kind of interacted, like so it it's does, not, but it's, but it's like, the truth. It's, oh, it's, it's 100%. It's literally the truth. It's like, Jesus yeah. is the answer yeah. to everything. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, we get it. Like, that sounds cliche, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. there's a reason why people say it and mm-hmm. there's a reason why it's a cliche because yeah. it's true yeah. yeah and then walk in a th- like walk in that authority that mm-hmm. you are where you belong mm-hmm. so actually if you are uh, earlier today actually we were talking to Paige's mom and then Paige asked like are you like a good driver she asked that to me <laughs> and I said I am a confident driver <laughs> And yeah. I didn't want to say, like, dangerous or mm-hmm. reckless because I don't think I am. Like, growing mm-hmm. up in, in H-Town, it's like, I'm a confident driver. Mm-hmm. If my car fits there, it's going to go there. Yeah. Like, the thing is, I think that that's kind of how I want need to look at my life. Like, I am mm-hmm. need to be, like, walk in that confidence. Mm-hmm. If I belong in that room, I'm going to be in that room. And oh, I'm going yeah. to act mm-hmm. like I belong there. Take it till you make and it. And so it's like, yeah. And so a lot of the times I don't even really have that, like, feel like I don't belong in a room mm-hmm. anymore because, like, acting like I do and walking in that confidence. 
confidence and authority Mm -hmm. that God has given me. I Mm -hmm. don't approach people with like, oh, this is where I belong. I'm walking in love Mm -hmm. and I'm walking in truth. And so it's like, I'm going to operate myself and function that way. And God will take care of the rest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it also has to do with like knowing your worth and what like Jesus says about you Mm -hmm. and knowing like, I mean, it's easier said than done. (laughs) 1000% like, Mm -hmm. especially y'all could keep going but mm-hmm. especially like nowadays yeah. Yeah. i feel like it's really like popular to mm-hmm. have self-deprecating humor mm-hmm. oh and i feel mm-hmm. like i talk about this a lot but mm-hmm. like it's just so prevalent mm-hmm. relevant yeah what's the difference between those yeah. words i don't know <laughs> I'm sure there's, <laughs> right i'm sure there's something um but just like that um culture of always like talking down about yourself mm-hmm. And I know that it was mentioned earlier that, like, you know, if you talk about your way in a certain light, mm-hmm. then that's how other people are going to mm-hmm. talk to you yep. and respect you or not respect you, mm-hmm. depending on kind of which side of the coin you're on. Mm-hmm. And so don't I forget what we were talking about. <laughs> to yes, be honest, I'm... that led me to that. But yeah. <laughs> hey, that means the Holy Spirit moving. <laughs> God is working. <laughs> Thank y'all so much, ladies, for just yeah. honestly just talking. <laughs> like, Finally, <laughs> right? We would have probably talked like this regardless if there was a mic oh, in front of us or not. Yes, yeah. we would have been like, "Hey, ladies, let's talk about this." <laughs> we would just like, go on. I yeah. take notes on these women daily. Like, yes, honestly, as we said, wasn't me. Someone said it Someone. earlier. I was like, "We are down to talk about anything, oh, yeah. anywhere." Yeah. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, mm-hmm. again, Paige and Dahlia, thank y'all so yep. much for just being just yeah. wise women in my life literally follow me go subscribe to me okay me i'm not there oh. yet <laughs> <laughs> but um y'all before we end we finna go to the spanish word of the day woo, 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 woo. what do y'all want to do for the spanish word of the day leadership leadership Ooh. Camping. <laughs> glamping glamping <laughs> i can't translate that i was like right. i don't check know out her instagram for the pictures of our glamping. Yes. also check out my youtube channel for the vlog okay that's okay it. fine <laughs> then you can subscribe <laughs> to Paige's channel at page elizabeth you can check <laughs> you can check all her videos there yes, sir. i am in some of them i'm gonna be in this blog but, uh, for dahlia you can follow her as sincerely lolly sincerely lolly on like instagram it's yes. kind of a tongue twister to be honest yeah sincerely lolly. Sincerely lolly. <laughs> it's just a lot of l's yeah. she actually does hecka good photography and yes. anything that has to do with social media and yes. pictures and creativity she is amazing mm-hmm. so hit her up if you want to do that but the spanish word of the day will be liderazgo the non-spanish speaker is like what it's like liderazgo liderazgo i'm not even gonna attempt it that is leadership (laughs) that is leadership in spanish again liderazgo so please go ahead just practice at this point y'all none of y'all recording yourself say it so y'all can just practice it in your own time i'm just trying to help you out but it's fine you can follow me at Adara Perez with twosies at the end to just to keep updated with um, whenever podcasts released, whenever I just post about the new segment, Bama Atak, just to go like reiterate what I might have said in that video. Those are just going to be topics and different things that you guys would like for me to talk about. But y'all, with that being said, buenos días, buenas noches y buenas tardes, mi gente querida. Peace out. He's so bad. We should probably take out that little trash Yum. can, though. Why? I, did we have any bathroom breaks? <laughs> <laughs>